Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. I'm Matteo Lane, by the way. Hi. Uh, thank you. Yes, homosexual comedian. Um, I, we, were, we normally do this show with my very good friend and talented comedian, Emma Wilman. Do you guys know Emma? So Emma is um, in L.A. Uh, there was some huge conflicts with her schedule, and so last minute she wasn't able to come, but she sends her love, and we love her, so clap for Emma, everyone, so she can hear you at home. We miss her very much. So instead, I have one of my really good friends, Marie Faustin, who's hosting with me. Hi. Marie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I am not a white woman from wherever Emma's from. Uh, <laughs> She's from Maine. I'm a little black boy. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> born and raised here in New York. Um, You're so serious right now. Well, I'm, you know, I got, I got my dark lip on, you know, I'm trying to, you know. I know, I've never seen you this serious before. Mateo, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's a podcast, so we can just start chatting now. Yeah, You don't gotta okay. worry about it. I mean, we're happy you guys are here, but we're just gonna chat like, you know. You didn't put no jacket on? You just out here? Just No, I'm at DragCon. I'm trying to wear as little of clothing as possible. Mateo. <laughs> yeah, that's how it Mate goes. I, mean, I guess I could have wore like a Speedo. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> Emma got a tan. I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, last time we were with each other, we were, uh, well, the most fun we've ever had with each other was when we were in New Orleans. Ah, that was such a good time. That's when you had your full hair. Oh my God, so I shaved my hair off completely three weeks ago. Does, She's bald. Doesn't look great. But look, I still have the tag in the hat because I'm like, do I like it? Because I don't know, like, should I be wearing it like this? Should I be wearing it like like this? Well, if you wear it forward like that, you kind of look like... Um... Darkwing Duck? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Darkwing Duck? Yes. Wait, what were your favorite childhood cartoons? Um... I don't remember. Name some. Um, oh, I liked Rocco's Modern Life. I loved Rocco's Modern Life. Remember that? Uh, I liked. Um, I, I have an older brother, so he would make us watch all like the like superhero shows. X Men. Know? Yeah. I loved X Men. Jubilee and everything. I loved Jubilee. I had no idea that Jubilee. That's how bad the animators were. That I had no idea that Jubilee was supposed to be Chinese American. I thought she was just some basic white bitch running around the mall shooting fireworks. <laughs> Look at that! Wow, that <laughs> was amazing. Efficient. There's someone just like literally hovered by. That's like a lady bunny hover. What's your name? Oscar. Uh, Oscar? My Chicago accent. Like, Oscar? <laughs> well, give it a, what, from Texas? I was just in Houston. It was bad. Really? Uh, it, was, uh, it was all right. Why? I feel like the, the people are sexy in Houston. The food is cute. Maybe like in like 1800 Western films, you know? But not today. I'm teasing. Are you from here? He's probably from Houston. Um, I think that's where he said he was from, sis. So tell us what <laughs> podcast you're on. Uh, so I host the Unofficial Expert Podcast. And uh, thank you so much. Wow. With? Uh, with uh, my beautiful friend, Sydney Washington. She's a comic. Um, oh, is he signing? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> wow, he signed that. Hilarious. Um, Ow. Okay, so I uh, so it's a podcast. We talk to people who think they're experts at things you don't need skills for. Right. I was an expert on Mariah. Mariah Carey. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know so much about Mariah Carey. I know the most about Mariah Carey. How many siblings does she have? Mariah has two siblings. Uh, her she's the youngest of three, mm. and her brother was a, a, a personal trainer and owns a gym, and her sister is uh, an ex prostitute. Mm. We belong 
together. together. <laughs> All right, should we bring out our guest, everyone? He's sitting up here. Oh patiently. my God! Wow. <laughs> um, io vorrei presentare nostro amico italiano, anche gay. Eh, lui si chiama Dani Franzese, this... molto popolare The Mean Girls. Everyone, Danny. Hello. Is this thing on? Okay. Hi, Danny. Hi. How you What's doing? up, girl? How I... you doing? Good. We're happy to have you on the podcast. Finally, it happened to me. Um, we met each other officially on a cruise. Yeah, I guess that's true. Which was a little. It was. It was a. It was a fun cruise. I'm not a big. Cru- are either of you two cruise people? I've never been on a cruise, but I've seen the Titanic 27 times. I grew. I'm from Brooklyn, but I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, mm. and you know, many a cruise have I been on. Right. It's like a thing. What's your favorite cruise? Um, I don't know. I had a really good time on this Vakaya cruise. I thought it was good. It, well, it's gay. Well, the other ones are going <laughs> with my family, which is fun, but it's a whole different kind of fun, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right, because I've been on two cruises. This cruise that we went on, my sister got married on a cruise last ah, summer. married on a cruise? Yes, it was great. Like, everybody can come, who's going to the wedding, who's not going on the cruise, can come on the cruise, and then she gets married, and then every, they have to leave, and they bon voyage us away, and then we go away for, like, a week. And we went to, like, the Caribbean and everything. It was great. But they had an LGBTQ meetup on the cruise and my whole family like overly trying to be supportive like my dad was like are you going to the LGBTQ meetup <laughs> we'll go with you I'm like no don't you know <laughs> that's the one and then I don't my want entire you. frigging family showed up to the LGBTQ meetup and scared all the cute boys away <laughs> yeah. I, I saw them coming in and like looking in and seeing my nieces running around and leaving you're like why are there like, 700 like, Italians barging in this <laughs> just room just cockblocking me 700 Italians cockblocking me <laughs> <laughs> my first time I did stand up I did it in I'm from Chicago and it was Three, I did, was doing three minutes, and 32 members of my family came, <laughs> including yeah. my grandparents, which it was at a gay bar, and I remember my, um, my Uncle Mike turned to my uh, Aunt Cindy, and he's like, all right, the bathrooms are really clean, and my Aunt Cindy was like, well, what do you think was going to happen? Semen's dripping from the walls? <laughs> I was like, I think my family's the comedy show, not me. It's always awkward when my family comes to my shows because they, it's all about them. Oh yeah, I'm they like, want I have you to, to edit. I'm like, them. is dad coming? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, I can tell all the jokes about him. My family has never come to see me perform, and I like it like that. Uh, <laughs> your mother has never once been interested in coming to see you do. My mother is not taking off work to come see me tell jokes on a stage uh, into a microphone. My mother used to take off work to go to like, remember the school concerts? Like, were you in band or orchestra or any of those things as a kid? Choir. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I was a band kid. I played the clarinet. I played the clarinet. I would yeah. just like move I my can't fingers you and be like. <laughs> <laughs> my mom will go to anything. She'll go to like the opening of a wound if it means that like she gets to see me before. Like she doesn't even care. Like your mom is Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> she's just like, she does anything. She'll be like, oh, we like. She's a bragger. She's like my publicist. Like, at, like CVS getting like a pack of gum. The lady's like, poop. Would you like to put that in the bag? She's like, yes. My son's an actor. He had an audition today. He's got that in the bag. So. <laughs> Try it. I don't know. Throw it in. Your mom, or you did an impression of your mom for a shit Italian mom say. Yeah. It was so, it hit. Your, your mother reminds me a lot of my aunts. Like my Aunt <laughs> yeah. Lisa, my, my Zia Nikki. My aunt, oh, yeah. Well, every Italian is like I an guess. aunt Lisa. You know, to me, it was <laughs> like, it's an amalgamation of all of those ladies. Like, right. when I was a kid, my mom used to, like, you know, like, put me on the ground with cartoons while they all played, like, May I and cards and stuff in <laughs> Brooklyn. And, like, I would just, like, you know, absorb all of the Italian ladiness. What was it, what was that. gossip like with your mom, Marie? Like, did your mom gossip with other aunts? 
Uh, no, my mother gossips about like, stu- you know, like mom stuff. Like, girl, let me tell you what happened when I went to stop and shop today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I went in to get the toilet tissue, but they didn't have it. So I went to customer service, got a rain check. <laughs> and it's like, who is this story for? <laughs> and it, it's the same story every time. You're like, Ma, I'm four. I don't give a shit. Oh, my God. Wait, so, Marie, now, do you guys speak French at home? We speak French. We speak Creole. We speak English. What did you, what did you learn first? Uh, French and Creole. I learned English last. I was in ESL for years. <laughs> years. Uh, I didn't, because at my house, we speak all three languages at the same time. Right. In one sentence. It'll be all three. Where so are you from? I thought my family's from Haiti. Oh, okay. So I thought everybody spoke like that. So when I started kindergarten in the United States, oh, no. I'm like, Je vais passer à la toilette. What the? And then they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, she's so dumb. <laughs> Meanwhile, trilingual. Okay. Yeah. Well, we spoke, when we were in New Orleans together, we were just ran around speaking French to each other at all the gay bars. And uh, it, we, how many gay bars did we hit up in a night? I don't know, but when Seven, you talk about eight? somebody in a different language, you probably shouldn't point at them, which is like, I'm good at like, Mateo, we got we got this soulier. Oh, I would be like, mais ce garçon ici, je pense qu'il est stupide, non? Yeah, yeah, but like all words that you can understand in English. I know, because my French sounds really Italian, so I just sound like Mario and Luigi speaking French. <laughs> I'm just like, eh, qu'est-ce que tu penses? Je pense que oui. <laughs> my family doesn't speak any alternative languages, but uh, my mom has her own language. Mm, go it's on. like mommies. Mommies. She just like makes shit up. Like, and I'm, I'm the like, only one that like understands it, you know? Like, she'd be like, why did they name the head of Hogwarts after a hallway? Double doors? <laughs> and then she'll call like Voldemort Dumbledore. And I'm like, how did you get that one right? But like the wrong person. Yeah. Or like, um, <laughs> I love that your mother is so fascinated by Harry Potter. Or anything like my my uh, niece is uh, swimming in the pool. Like, and you saw Frozen, right? Like, oh yeah. The, what was the we name just of, saw Elsa uh, there. And you know the name of the snowman, right? Like Olaf, right? Olaf. Everybody knows <laughs> Olaf, but my mother. My niece will be getting out of the pool, and my mother will be like, "The baby's freezing. Somebody hand me her Zoloft towel." <laughs> my granddaughter's shaking. She needs her Zoloft. Like everybody at the pool thinks my six-year-old niece is depressed. <laughs> it's ridiculous. She, I took her to. Two, the Pantages, which is like the Broadway theater in L.A., to go to Bodyguard the Musical starring Deborah Cox. How was How it? was Fabulous. That? Especially because there's the Deborah Cox drama. We have plenty drama. of opinions on Whitney Houston. Well, there's a Deborah Cox drama because she's Whitney's cousin, and she what? sang all the Whitney songs in the Lifetime movie, and the family didn't want her to. But she's like, I'm going to secure that bag. Like, Whitney never did me no favors. Also, Deborah Cox has a great voice. She does. She does Nobody's supposed voice. to be here? What? She was Who is awesome that film of her? The- Dionne Warwick? Like, <laughs> Sissy <laughs> Houston? Oh, my God. Sissy Houston should not sing on national television anymore. <laughs> we went it's to the premiere rough. of The Bodyguard. And it was, like, every awesome, like, gorgeous black celebrity that you ever wanted to see. It was, like, Tay Diggs and, like, Angela Bassett. And I'm like... Who should have played Storm? Go on. And I'm like, is that Della Reese? And my mom goes... Dom Delarice, <laughs> like I'm like no. <laughs> Delarice died two weeks later. It's my mom's fault. What did you think <laughs> of the Bodyguard? What did you think of it? I liked it. I mean, I like those cheesy musicals. I mean, I saw um, uh, Dirty Dancing. There was nothing like. Well, that's not true. It was pretty bad. Like, yeah, I saw the Share Show. It was awful. Yeah, I, uh, the worst thing I ever saw was, and I'm sorry for everybody attached to it. I'm sure you did other good things. I'll look at your resumes. Um, but I saw Sleepless in Seattle, the musical. That was what? a musical? It was so bad. I left intermission, and I never, ever leave anything. It was... Re- it, let me see. People were not sleepless in the audience. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> it was definitely a lot Zing. of... 
Amazing. Uh, it's the comedy show, right? I've never, We're doing comedies? I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle. Is that a Meg Ryan situation? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it had Rosie O'Donnell in like a breakout role. Wait, what's the movie that Meg Ryan, was that Angels and, what was the one about the Angels and Nicolas Cage? Was that Sleepless in Seattle? No. But wasn't was Meg Ryan in a movie with in the Nicolas outfield. Cage I and he was an angel? No. Angels in the... Angels in the bathhouse. Angels in the outfield. Angels... City of Angels. That Angels. is my favorite Which death. Which stole the name from the musical, so I was like, man, not seeing it. There, her death scene in that movie is the funniest scene ever because she's literally riding her bike and then just closes her eyes and puts her arms out and then falls off a cliff and dies. And it was like, well, yeah, you, st- you deserve it. What? Who rides their bike on a cliff like... Uh, the creator of the Segway? Did you, Wait, the creator of the died? Segway died when his Segway went off a cliff. What? I swear, it's like one of the best things I ever heard about someone dying. <laughs> like R.I.P., but like, can you imagine? No. Yeah, is it's there true. A, is, there, is there a major way to die? <laughs> also, like, didn't the Atkins diet guy die? Dr. Atkins died from, like, the Atkins diet? <laughs> like, Did Jenny Craig die from... Craigness. Craig. Yeah, I couldn't think of a joke fast enough. I was like, oh God, why did I start this setup? <laughs> I wouldn't, wait, is there a real Jenny Craig? Yeah, there's gotta be. Jennifer Craig, yeah. I just, I just remember Kirstie Alley screaming Eleanor Craig. chicken. Yeah. She's on a stamp. Is she doing something again? Who? Kirstie Alley? Kirstie Alley? No, she kept... Kirstie. She, she did that. She lost... She was... She was on Jenny Craig commercials screaming chicken fettuccine. Because <laughs> she had that show that? Fat Actress. That, that, that was a funny... I that think she's funny. I mean, she's yeah, cuckoo, she funny. but I think she's funny. Yeah. You know, and uh, certainly has talent. Hi, welcome. Please come sit. Welcome to the handsome homosexuals that just walked in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, she, she was... I thought she was really funny. But then she, did, she was in those commercials where she just pointed at the camera and she's like, I'm fat and so are you. Join Jenny. And I was like, I don't know if that's the right approach. Yeah, it was a little intense. And then she went on Oprah and she's like, I'm going to lose all that weight. And she just had like that shawl. <laughs> no, but then they, they, there was also like a tabloid picture of her like just eating a burger, like an In-N-Out burger in the parking lot. Like sad. I'll never forget. It. That she was, like, was a really that was like a tabloid but moment. Can I just say yeah. she's so fucking funny because when that was happening and the tabloids were obsessed with how fat she was, every picture was just her like flicking off the camera <laughs> eating a burger. I was yeah. like, you know, Christy, I like you, Kirsty, Kirsty, whatever the fuck. Remember when Oprah you- wheeled out her weight? In a wheelbarrow or something. What? Remember that? <laughs> what? It, that was. I feel like that's a picture that I see all the time too. Because you know, I'm too, that was before my time. Uh, but Oprah lost all this weight when she was doing her show. So which she, which time? I guess the first time. Okay. Because she had a, she had the sweater tucked into the oh, jeans. The was jeans. it a yellow okay? sweater? And it was a hot. I don't it even know. Black. But it was, it was, it was a black sweater with a black belt and the oh, white yeah, yeah, washed yeah, 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 jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now okay. I remember. Yeah, and a yeah, wheelbarrow yeah. with like 298 pounds on it or something wild <laughs> like that. And she was like, "This is me." And then a week later it was it was her a so. week later they reeled her out on the same barrel <laughs> they're like oh yeah oprah you look great sis. oprah did oprah does look great i just don't like she that does. every time she gains weight there has to be like a press moment about it no now she's like i love bread well that was back to I, the alley, though. I, I can't get it out of my head she's got some really good movies like i like madhouse did you ever see madhouse no where she keeps having house guests and then they keep showing up and it's like all the like hundreds of house guests no. And then they actually kill the cat, and her sister's like, "Heal lies, Scruffy Bannister." <laughs> like I just like on the forget, "Heal lies, Scruffy Bannister." I liked her in that knockoff Parent Trap Olsen twin movie. Oh yeah, Do you guys remember that movie? What was it called? Double Trouble. It takes two. It takes two. It takes two. Olsen yeah. twins. And she was in Lover Boy. 
with uh, Patrick what? Dempsey. She was with the dancer woman. She was a great dancer, Christiane. She was? Oh, really? fantastic. With a knockout body, like when she was on Cheers. And then she was yelling chicken fettuccine on Jenny Craig. Yeah. Just like, that's what happens. Well, you know. I, all... I could have been a dancer. Everybody Look, said I was good. If Jenny Craig was like, Mateo, we need you to scream chicken fettuccine at our camera, I'd be like, yeah, when's the How many time? zeros? Yeah. How many... Have right. you seen the video of the two girls that are like outside a club and she's like, chicken, chicken, tetrazzini. Have you seen this oh, the yeah, video? That's, Chrissy says that too. Tetrazzini. Tetrazzini or something. I think... Look it up. Hold on a second. Because this oh, is I didn't even realize it. we could move these microphones. Uh, how's your weekend been going? Um, good. I mean, I, I guess today's Friday. I flew in tonight. Okay. Um, I was in Wisconsin yesterday. Doing what? Stand-up. Okay, fast. Um, and actually, it wasn't stand-up. I got, like, ambushed. I've been on, like, this stand-up tour, and mm-hmm. I do clubs, theaters, but also colleges. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you get to the college, it's, like, weird. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, a weird one. I just showed up, and I'm like, so I'm doing my show, right? And they're like, no. They're like, we're going to play Mean Girls, and you're just going to, like, have a microphone and, like, narrate the movie. I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> what? They're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I just sat in the back and just talked shit over the movie. Were people there? Yeah, lots. It was packed. Yeah. I, I saw it out, girl. Mm-hmm. Jenny Craig, please. This is Kirstie Alley. It's in regards to me being fat. Can you hold on a second? Hey, you're chubby, too. Let's lose weight together. They have really yummy food. That'll make it easy for us. They have chicken fettuccine. <laughs> hey, you're chubby, too. <laughs> and then she screamed <laughs> She also did it on a dial-up phone in an all-white room. And I was like, does she live in the Men in Black like universe? Where is she living? Did you see the new Men in Black with Tessa Thompson? Absolutely not. Absolutely did not either. What um, is, what so is all these remakes? I can we, are we done with the remakes? Are we done? No. I didn't even see The Lion King. I didn't. I, they made Scar look terrible. He looked like a homeless cat. I said, you know what? I'm not supporting this. People like nostalgia. It's something that you could bet on. Like if you make something that's remade or whatever. I also like the word reimagined or like <laughs> you know like like I don't like remake. You're not remaking it. Right. It's not you're like just erasing the old one. <laughs> right. You're getting more. Like first you know. of all, Scar wasn't gay enough. Scar, oh, yeah, it should have been, yeah. like, you know, like, hey, remember the first movie? He's like, all right, elephant graveyard or whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was, like, on a chaise lounge. He was yeah. like, I'd be a monkey's uncle. <laughs> a zazu. Yeah, yeah, like, he was. Banana, squash banana. That was <laughs> yeah, we loved him. But, and yeah, then, then they're know. redoing it. and it also- Zazu, lick my balls again. <laughs> <laughs> Zazu was gayer than a Clean those mats out of the hair around my butthole. <laughs> and Zazu's like, well, Zazu could have used his beak yeah. as a mm-hmm. penis. Mm. But, <laughs> yeah, I... I, I Zazu's that, on Grinder showing his beak pics again. <laughs> no, you know who's on Grinder? Jafar, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like King Abu-Boo. Yeah. Prince Abu-Boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nothing Come underneath the road. Come in my the door. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I, I there's a, a lot of ca- uh, characters that are gay that I talk about and mm-hmm. like I always say that R2D2 was a lesbian because she, <laughs> she, she was she was smart people needed her and she came with a tool belt 
Yes, I believe it. R2-D2 was a girl? Yes, she was a lesbian. And she and like most lesbians, she gets shit done. Like when the Millennium Falcon broke down, they didn't call 3PO. They're like, R2, get in here. And 3PO just acted like me in any high school situation. Like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, I love R2 is a, a, like a lesbian uh, hero. Okay, who else do you think is gay in... in uh... I think everyone's gay in movies. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm. Just go over every Disney character. Um, Flounder. Flounder was Flounder was the gayest. Yeah, <laughs> he was like shaking and like gullible and like we shouldn't go there. We should follow the rules. Like wasn't that every young gay kid? Like no, no, guys, don't. We gotta be good. You know. Okay. Uh, What's the thing about Bob for? Where does it go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thing of Bob. Thing of Bob. Um, who, well, who do you think was straight? Maybe King Triton. He was mean. Oh yeah, the dad. He was unnecessarily mean. But That's always seemingly... shirtless. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. Did you guys see Aquaman? It was the stupidest oh, movie I've ever seen. It was so good. The life. wig, the wig was the. Oh my god, the wig. The wig. All the it hair didn't make so sense. So bad. And at one point, they just started like putting everyone's hair up in a ponytail because they're like, <laughs> we don't have the budget anymore. <laughs> like we do not have the budget to make it look like there's wavy hair. That's why I'm worried about the new Little Mermaid. I'm not worried about a young black girl. I'm worried about is their hair gonna look as shitty as Aquaman? Nah, she has dreads. She's got locks. So they got to make the locks flow. So now they're going to make the, the, that flow. Can they just do it like mermaid on land? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then there was another little mermaid that Queen Latifah was in? Okay, so there were two? Oh, Wait, there's Queen the live La- action, the one where they like have like uh, those slidey sneakers and they're going to be like, you know, going all over. There's a live action one that's going to be on TV. The, yeah, there's one that's What? Gonna, yeah. yeah. And Sebastian is shaggy. Shaggy. The crab? Like, it wasn't oh, me. Oh. That's but Sebastian. It wasn't me. Yeah. That's I heard that yeah. song recently. That's so still Queen a You don't, don't be like, that's him. Come on. We could get mad about casting, but Shaggy as Sebastian is dope-ass casting. Wait a minute. Like, you how? know that Under the Sea is going to be lit. It's going to be like, Under the Sea. I'm going to be, like, jamming at that shit. Like, <laughs> but is it going to be, like, <laughs> Nobody's feet to fly out and eat. I'm going to be, like, I mean, that's out. how it sounds already. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, you're right. You just wanted to do the accent. <laughs> I, you're probably right, yeah. Wait a minute. Is it going to be, like, Beauty and the Beast live? Why are you going to call me out? <laughs> call me out like that? But you guys are remember when they did Beauty and the Beast on Broadway and for some reason the candle was as big as the dresser? I'm like, wait a minute, this is stupid. Oh, I didn't even think The candle that. was thick, two C's. Yeah, it was like, because <laughs> she had to walk around, there's a candle six feet taller than her and she's like, has to walk around like she doesn't think anything's weird. You know what I'm saying? Uh, lumière. So is it going to be the same thing with live Beauty and the Beast? Like is Flounder going to be the size of Ariel? No, I think Flounder is going to be CGI. Uh, really? I think so. Why are they doing The Little Mermaid? It's underwater. It's too hard. Do the Disney. I like underwater Disney things. Version. We like, a live my favorite version. TV show of everything when I was a kid, like Smurfs or anything, was when they went underwater. Like anything that went underwater. Never, I was, it wasn't like, into live. It. Even like the underwater board of Mario Brothers. I was like, into well, it. no, I see. I hated the. I hate water <laughs> levels in any video game. Super Metroid, which is my favorite video game of all time. That water world just fucking killed me. Um, I, I love it. Ninja Turtles Nintendo, where you like have to hold your breath and like go oh, yeah, and, go and like, the do the bombs. The that was the shit. Yes. Uh, because that gave me play? so much stress. I, I was did just play like, video games, but I also just realized that I am world very where I can't hot. April O'Neil. You're hot. Hi. Oh, you're high. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought if you're hot, I I'm like, we just have a hat realized. On. Well, this is a look, sis. You know. 
Somebody asked me if I was uh, doing Fashion Week events yesterday. I was like, oh, she's a stylist now. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it at the Knitting Factory. (laughs) Marie runs a really cool show at the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn every single Sunday. It's very popular. Yes. We're nice enough when I called you as Bob's publicist. I was like, my friend Bob the Drag Queen is running his hour. Can he please do a spotted knitting factory? It was so great. He I, showed up. He looked like an African-American studies professor. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I rise. He looked like Maya Angelou when he walked in. <laughs> he must have killed, right? He was so good. And did people know who he was? Yeah, I introduced him. But did you say Christopher Caldwell or Bob the Drag Queen? He, said, he told me to introduce him as Caldwell. And I was like, what word is that? This is last name. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then I introduced, I said this Next comic, uh, won RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, wow. And then I said Caldwell, and people were like, who? I don't Must know him. season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember season one and two. I actually just watched all the early seasons because they have it all on Netflix in Canada, and so I'd never seen the first three seasons, so I had the flu and just sat and watched the first three seasons. Were they they so bad? They were fun. It was a lot of like sitting in the workroom all day just kind of yelling at each other. Which was, I didn't realize it was so entertaining. Like, I didn't need all the flashy shit. They're just sitting there sewing, and it kind of gets quiet, and they're just like, shut up, Tyra. (laughs) And I was like, this is really entertaining. I liked it. That's when uh, reality TV was simpler. Remember The Simple Life? Remember how much we enjoyed that? Okay, I was just talking about The Simple Life. Nicole Richie's season four of The Simple Life is still iconic. That fucking haircut, those fucking clothes. Does anyone remember the bang haircut with the, is it not, did it not change the world? I stand Nicole Richie. I gotta say, I love her. I fucking love Nicole Richie. I met Paris Hilton a couple months ago. She could eat a dick, but I love. Listen, she can eat a dick. (laughs) I mean, it's a compliment at DryCon. Okay. Keep it down. He's asleep. Um, But I did think, isn't that so funny? People are sound asleep in the show. I used to have a teacher in seventh grade that if you fell asleep like that, she'd have an air horn in her desk and she'd be like, Really? Either that or she would, if you slept through the bell, she she would tell the next class to be quiet and not wake you. So you'd wake up like two classes later. (laughs) Can you imagine if everyone just got up and stood around him? Oh my God, he would be I mean, traumatized I don't or I don't turned off. Look, he looks like he's had a long day. I have he, no idea he has a weekend pass here. on. Baby, it's just getting started. I know. <laughs> he's in a full REM. It is Friday. Sis, uh, here for this wig that you got going on. I like that. No, that's her hair. Uh, yes, I'm calling it. I like it. <laughs> when, I had, when I wore my hair out, people always thought it was a wig, so now I, I call white women's hair wigs. <laughs> I'd be like, that's your real hair? <laughs> <laughs> That's your real skin tone? You know that be bronzing. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, I do want to do like a Q&A in like a little bit. Does that sound interesting to you guys to do that? All right. Maybe we'll, do you guys want to do a little Q&A? If you got sure. Yeah, whatever. Press three. Ah, welcome back, my friend. Everybody, Good round of applause. Welcome. Good morning. <laughs> I'm going to say, how are you? Fine. Okay, good. If he needs to sleep, let him sleep. <laughs> Look at me speaking sign language. I'm so cultured. Uh you're fine. You're fine. He was like, I, I hate tell, all tell of you just, so much. Tell him I said, we're just teasing. Why am I saying it to you like I, he can't read my lips? <laughs> I'm like that when, I, when you're with, like, you know, when people, like an old white woman can't speak Spanish, she's just yelling really slowly to people who speak Spanish. Like, that doesn't make it any easier. You just look like you're yelling at this person now. <laughs> They're like, do you work here? And she's like, I'm just trying on shoes, miss. <laughs> <laughs> I need a size six and a And then she's like, I st- still don't work here. 
Oh, like when you wear a red shirt at Target. <laughs> like that's the way. Or like I used to, like every once in a while, like somebody like I worked at Blockbuster. And you some, worked at Blockbuster. I did work at Blockbuster. Blockbuster. How old are you? Forty-one. You look amazing. Yeah, you Thank do. You. Wow. Ma tu ce l'hai? Fat don't crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone have a question? We can. Yes, please. Uh, you, if you want to say them in the microphone, if ah. you don't, I'll just repeat it for you. Because it's the podcast. Justin Gates. For pod, posterity. Oscars I literally just thought of this question because you, ha- you guys were saying so many great things about um, Disney remakes. And I was wondering, since we're at DragCon, um, which queens would you cast in any Disney remake for the Disney princesses? Oh, very good question. Oh, for the princesses. Mm. For the princesses. I immediately thought Sasha Velour Maleficent. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Right? That would be a good... That's a good brow. Yeah. Um, I, I would totally love to see Ginger Minj as one of the bibbidi-bobbidi-boo ladies. Well, Ginger could do a bunch. Ginger she could, could do a bunch, but I mean, like, The fairy godmother, Ursula. Ginger is very... I know Ginger was, like, a front-runner for Ursula. And I she should have been. And that's great and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think she could do a great job. But she really is a sweetheart. So, like, the bibbidi-bobbidi-boo ladies, like, I can, like... I would love to see that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, uh, who could Miss Cracker play? Uh, I don't know. Did you see her, by the way? Maria is she here? A cracker. Yeah, she's right out there. No, she could, I didn't Ms. see Cracker her. Miss Cracker could maybe um, do Rapunzel. Yeah, oh, yeah, she would mm-hmm. be a good Rapunzel. Um, I could see that. Remember Tangled? That was a cute movie, right? It was. Yeah. Mandy Moore was like, thank God, work. Um, <laughs> and I would, the Tree Royale could be one of the muses in Hercules. She would, like, kill. Bless my soul. Maybe Monet the best would be part. One of the, Monet would be one of the... Yes. She'd be the lead, like... What were they like? Greek goddesses of the. I think muses. You called them, yeah. Muses. muses we yeah. are the muses. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good question. Really made a really, really, really tough question. any other questions feel free to just raise your hand we can just repeat it on the podcast yeah we see you guys all right we're no no okay, other questions good it doesn't even have to be about us it could be about anything yeah, yeah. Douching. we're just here for a conversation is a hot dog a sandwich is it what a sandwich a hot dog a sandwich no well i watched a documentary on how I they make no. hot dogs and now i can't eat them no more the only hot dog it's you can so eat. nasty it's a little bag no it's a bag of gross stuff vienna beef are the only hot dogs that you can eat it's a chicago thing. is anyone from chicago here I like Work. the sabrettes. Right, Vienna beef. Aren't those the only good hot dogs? I like the sabrettes. They're good, and they're blessed by like a like a rabbi. So you know, it's not like you know lips and assholes. <laughs> just because a just because a rabbi blessed it. Well, they don't. You know, I guess if a priest blessed it, it would be a lips and asshole. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. It'll be so, all butts. <laughs> I'll take the rabbi. Guys, let's not act like we don't watch the news. All right. <laughs> Every time I make a, a priest molestation joke, people are like, oh, I'm like, what? They do. I have a, I have a question for you. Yes. Would you rather fuck a goat and nobody knows or not fuck a goat and everyone is convinced you did? I'd rather not fuck a goat and everyone's convinced. I can't go to bed every night being like, I can't believe I fucked that goat. (laughs) It sounds like the the first episode of uh, Black Mirror. Remember they made him bang a pig? Remember that that was a. I didn't watch Black Mirror. Oh, it was good. You didn't see the the Choose Your Own Adventure? Uh, No. Did you do that? Bandersnatch? I don't want to... It's controversial, but I didn't like it. Mm. I'm like... So, 
Hmm. It's clap if you saw it. Clap. Clap if you didn't like it. Thank you, all right. girl. All right. Okay. Some solidarity. I mean, I, I'm not saying it was good, but, you know. Uh, yes, please. Question. Who are your favorite comics of all time? Okay, my favorite comics of all time are my aunt Cindy, um, <laughs> and who's been on the podcast before. Uh, Joan Rivers is my favorite. I love Kathy Griffin. Um, I like you know women. I like a, I think that's who spoke to us when we were younger. There's something about an 81 year old Jewish woman screaming at audiences that I'm like I like her. I don't know what it is about her, but I I feel connected to her. I'm drawn <laughs> to her in some way. You know. What about you? I will say that I love how Joan always dressed up, right? Like, Joan was... And even Kathy would throw a gown yeah. on. I mean, I don't know what she's wearing now. Uh, yoga pants. Uh, but um, I just... I like that about the performance aspect of it. But my favorite comics, uh, Bernie Mac. Um, love Bernie Mac. Oh when he God. first came out, I was like, I'm not scared of He had his face, like, yeah. airbrushed on his jeans. <laughs> that's, the type of, that's the type of wardrobe that I want to emulate. He's like, is that is she wearing a little boy on her pants? <laughs> Young man, that's me. Uh, <laughs> you are the fashion comic. <laughs> yeah, Marie and Sydney are the most fashionable comics. It's no question. Uh, what about you? Who's your favorite comic? I I like a lot of the golden age. Like I like like um, Phil Silvers and Mel Brooks and um, Milton Berle and you know like a lot of the old timers. Mm-hmm. They like still crack me up. Like I love the old uh, Rat Pack roasts. Oh yeah, I live for that shit. Well, no one's funnier. Like I, mean, I know he's not that generation, but Martin Short to me, Martin Short's the funniest person Martin alive. Short, yeah. <laughs> I, Jiminy Glick. What is funnier than Jiminy Glick? Do you guys know what Jiminy Glick is? I, I was also, like Jiminy. Like, modern day, I love Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Oh my god, Cat Williams is piss my pants. Fucking hysterical. Uh, and his hair was always slayed, but like <laughs> flipped out at the ends. Like, sis, he should have wrapped Wearing it the like other way. Wearing like a green satin suit. Yeah, but now he's just a mess. Yeah, mm. well, he's still funny. That's going to happen <laughs> to all of us. We better get ready. All my funny friends are messes. <laughs> yeah. Any, who else has questions? Don't be, Yes, please. Did any of you see Dave Chappelle's new stand-up special? Did any of us see Dave Chappelle's new stand-up special? I Not saw it. I watched it uh, this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You haven't... What did I think? Too controversial or... I have a, I have a response to this. What, you do? Do you, what did you find controversial about it? Bye, handsome gays. See you later. Make sure to talk to us. Bye. <laughs> uh, this, I, <laughs> By the way, not every some watch the door. Mm. <laughs> some watch the what? <laughs> the door. <laughs> That's a good joke. Hey. I like that. That's some watch the door. I that was really cla- I thought he was going to like yell at us and then he had a yeah. joke. That's right. I was, was the, the twist. Because I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Good for him. That's my friend Tyler. I'm actually staying with him while I'm in here. Well, tell him I said, hey, girl. I will. He's got mad jokes and he's not a comedian. Tell he- him that that made me appreciate him. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I was like, oh, no, here it comes. Like, yeah. Oh, that's more. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh, my God. The- um, here's what I think about it. So I, th- I understand. We have 10 minutes left. Oh, God. Okay. Um, let me rush through and say. Well, here's what I say. I'm going to say I think that. Sometimes artists do things that are, say things that are wrong and say things that are not wrong, and that's art. I think if you look at art, for me, I can't be up here and say I love Joan Rivers, who made AIDS jokes, 9-11 jokes, gay jokes, I mean, on and on, and then be like, but Dave can't. So we have to decide. We either, 
like to me, I liken it like an artist making a painting. So we don't go to paintings and museums and scream at them. We allow the artist to make the work, present it, and then we discuss. So I think it's okay. If people don't like it, speak it. If people like it, speak it. We should be having these debates because art is meant to provoke and create these types of debates. And I think the positive thing about his special is that it's causing people to talk about it, mm. positive and negative, which I can't think of a special that has created that kind of reaction in a long time. So like most art, paintings, movies, etc., he's doing something that's provoking people. Now, if you want to talk about whether you didn't like the joke, this offended me, that's lazy, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. that's fine. Um, I, I also don't know, the position of I'm offended to me is not a position that I, it doesn't, it's here or there for me. Because it's like Dave Chappelle or any other comedian can't be at home worrying what six billion people are going to think about his thoughts. It's impossible to create art if you're trying not to offend. Someone will be offended. Right. Somebody will be offended. So people were offended by Joan Rivers. People were offended by gays. People are offended by drag queens. Who's right? So yes, did he say things that I wouldn't say that I don't agree with? Absolutely. Does he have to speak his mind because that's what artists are supposed to do? Yeah. And what the, the best thing about it is that there's other artists doing material that's completely opposite. And if you don't like his and you want to support theirs, then go out, support theirs, and, and make that person number one. Okay. Wow. That's Snaps. That's how I feel. A word. Can you tell I went to art school? But if you look at a lot of the artists in the late 80s when, when AIDS was happening, I mean, they were doing art meant to provoke people. A lot of photographers were... I forget the name of the photographer who was putting whips in his asshole. Mabel Yes, and writing Molly Ringwald around his asshole. I'm sure lots of people were offended by yeah, that. Yeah, like and, Molly and, Ringwald. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure Molly she Ringwald was like, didn't feel bad about that. <laughs> Actually, now today she's like, remember me? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so even, I'm sure even AIDS victims could have been offended by that. Who knows? But there are times where artists are doing things to provoke because they're trying to send some type of message. So what I think Dave, I, don't, I can't speak to him. I, I have... Lots of trans friends. I'm in the gay community. Mm-hmm. I would never say those jokes. I don't. The, to me, I don't find it funny, so I don't make those types of jokes. But I can't tell him how to feel or think. That's not my responsibility. Right. But he, he's doing something provoking the same way gay, queer people have done stuff to provoke. So we have to allow artists to provoke in any means necessary, as long as it's, you know... Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, All baby. Right. I think there's, like, a legitimate... Uh, rule to comedy which is like it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission and I think that like you said a lot of this stuff opens up a dialogue it's like so maybe someone says something in a joke that's ignorant but then they have it gives them an, op- an opportunity for people to voice their opinion about it and then like teach them so right, it could and, be like a learning moment. And I feel like Mateo like made a good point, right? Like Joan Rivers was able to say all these problematic things to other people and you were fine with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so Joan Rivers had a you joke. You have to be able to like <laughs> where she said I only hire children for my Joan Rivers jewelry line, little fingers set little stones. <laughs> <laughs> now, do I actually think Joan had a basement somewhere in Brazil that she was talking about where or she's she making light of that? Yeah, she probably thinks maybe. it's horrible that. Right? It's, I mean, this is not who she was. So, right. if we're in a world where we're using jokes the same way an artist is using paint, that painting isn't actually a lighthouse. It's made up of different colors to make you think it's a lighthouse. So what's to say that Dave's not just using jokes the same way an artist uses okay. paint? I do think there is something, though, that bothers me about that same scenario, where like a lot of comics dig in their heels about not apologizing. Because I do think like Kevin Hart messed that up for me. Like When he had that joke, it's one thing about trying to make a joke. If the joke's bad, it's like, fine. But then 
take, you know, take the L and be like, hey, I, I was ignorant. That was the moment before I was enlightened. I understand what's going on, and I'm sorry for that, like, if it offended people. But I'm still going to tell jokes, and I'll probably fuck up again. But instead, being like, no, I'm not saying sorry. I don't like that attitude. Because I do think um, if people are offended, um, that, and, for, and rightfully so, then you, you can use it as a learning moment. Yeah, I I don't think like uh, I don't think we should be mad. Like Eddie Murphy said so many problematic things in his Raw special from 1987, but it was 1987. What am I gonna like 30 years later gonna make him a pal? Like, I hope by then he's learned his lesson. But we can't be like dig. We can't be putting the standards of today's society on people. 30 years ago. Or five years ago. I or have old YouTube videos ago. that I had to take off YouTube because some of the things I said were inappropriate because we learned that they're inappropriate. Right. You know, at some point, you know, I mean, 10 years ago, we didn't even know what the word, like, non-binary meant or we didn't know what, you know, we didn't know that we couldn't say the R word or, we didn't, you know, we didn't know these things. And yeah. it's like now we're discovering, oh, we, we're learning new things and as we grow... You know, I think that um, art changes and grows yeah. with the time. Also, delete all the old tweets. So, okay, <laughs> go ahead and delete them. Some of y'all have been on Twitter for 10 plus years. Delete them tweets. I deleted everything older than a year old. Oh, I sh- probably <laughs> should. A friend of mine was on The Voice, okay? And she's like a shock comic. And she was on The Voice. And she this made it the pretty voice. far. <laughs> um, and they did this, like, background research on her where, like, people – they went back, and I couldn't believe they could do this, but they did this, like, check on her where they went through all her, all her social media, everything, and they found they, – like, one of her friends, she was like, what did you find? And they like, well, they found these three pieces of paper of me, like, saying this, that – and she had a whole packet. Like, even when she said, like, like, L, like laugh my ass off, like, L-M-A-O, they considered that a swear – like the network. Like, oh. So they went back and had this whole packet of all the reasons why, and they cut her out of The Voice. Well, she was probably like, thank God, I can now have a career, because The Voice ruins careers. But <laughs> Can anybody in here name person, a, yeah, you, a voice winner? <laughs> Stop acting like... Um, but I would say, yeah, for, so for me, I heard the jokes about, you know, trans, the trans jokes and stuff. I don't think it's... I just sit, I don't think it's funny. Mm. I don't think it's funny. But I'm not going to be... I can't tell them not to say it. I can just watch a comic that I think maybe, you know, is more enlightened. But um, a lot of stuff he said in the special was really funny. Yeah. I mean, the Jesse Smollett. Uh, Juicy? Juicy Smollett. I mean, that is, he's a brilliant, regardless of what you want to say about him, he's unbelievable talent. Yeah. Unbelievable talent. I mean, he, he, there's a school shooter joke in there that is like. But that's what, comics, by the way, never were the high standards of society. Comics were never like, I am a poly... No, we are openly pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. They were the gossip minstrels. Right. We're meant to... Everyone's up in the clouds. We're meant to whip you back down to earth and be like, we all look like a bunch of assholes. Can we laugh at ourselves? Okay, let's move on. You know? <laughs> but I think, you know, comedy's changing, and I think for the better, and I think as long as we're able to still be open and speak how we want to speak, then, yeah. you know, hopefully we, we continue to evolve into a good place. Yeah. We'll keep laughing. Do I sound like an asshole? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. Did I answer your question? All right. I how, keep how, looking over at the interpreter to see how to I know. sign asshole. How did, you, how did you feel about it? Come speak in the microphone. We have two minutes. Yeah. Oscar's going to come up here and slap me. Was it Oscar? Was that your name? Okay, yeah. Oscar from Houston. <laughs> um, Oscar the Grouch. I thought there were a couple jokes that made me gasp and 
I was like, okay, you shouldn't be saying those. But I, I, I agree. Most of it was actually really funny. The school sh- shooter joke was funny. The Jesse Smollett shit was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, especially his bit about the GLBTs in the car, I thought was actually really spot on. Mm. Um, but overall, I thought, it was, I thought it was funny, and I felt like he was using the humor to, uh, as a commentary mm-hmm. versus just like speaking out of his ass. Okay, there you go. So I uh, overall liked it. Actually, Excellent. that was a way better answer than all three of us together. <laughs> Damn, great job. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was inspired by Mayhem Miller because I saw her tweet that she actually really liked it mm-hmm. and she is gay and black. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's an interesting perspective. You were like, that's, that's my demo. <laughs> <laughs> my people. Well, say your name in the mic so everyone can... Kevin. Ke- okay, okay, Kevin. Give it up for Kevin, everyone. Hey, All Kevin. Right. I think we have like two minutes left. All right, let's do one more question and then we'll get out of here. Something, something fun, everyone. Someone's like, Racism. <laughs> Yes, please. So we for the question at home. So the, the question at home is uh, Mean Girls um, deals with a lot of social issues, and would that be controversial because they sort of make fun of it? I think that it also highlights it. Um, it was based on a parenting book. Um, mean Girls is made from um, a book called Queen Bees and Wannabes by Rosalind Weissman, mm. which was a parenting book that describes girl world and how... Um, women, when all grouped together in a group, tend to pick a queen bee, tend to have like worker bees, and then tend, that group tends to be mean to the rest of the women in the group and why that happens and the constructs of that. Um, I think that it's a teaching tool. I've been told by a lot of people that um, in schools and stuff, they've shown mean girls to sort of teach girls how to relate to each other and not to be as competitive. And, you know, they say women dress up for each other and all these other things. Like, um, and I think that that comes from that. I, I don't think that it really makes fun of it as much as it delivers it in a, light, in a funny way. Um, and I think that that's why it's still relevant because, you know, women still behave this way when they're... Also, together. it was a good movie, yeah, okay? funny. Rachel McAdams is amazing. Like, this yeah. was back when <laughs> Lindsay Lohan had all her fingers. Like, this Lin- was... It was a good movie, <laughs> oh right? Give me back my pink shirt! Like, come on! I think, too, it's just okay sometimes. I think the one thing, sadly, that I think we're losing in cancel culture and in 2019 is we're losing our sense of humor about ourselves. I mean, I think a lot of queer people survived for years by having a sense of humor. You've got to laugh. And, yeah. and maybe that's not how everyone survives, but... That's a really great point, but can we get back to how brilliant I was in that movie? Well, you were. You were. I remember seeing... Oh, my God, you guys, it. thank you. It's so Danny. unexpected. I, Danny, I remember no, seeing so it in the theater with my friend Caesar and uh, my cousin Megan, and you were in your room with the Mariah Carey poster, and I loved Mariah, and everyone was like, you know, it's a funny moment in the movie, and in my head, I'm like... God, that's I. This is me. Like, that's me in my room with Mariah. So that was my first memory of you. Yeah, Mariah is actually really obsessed with the movie. Yeah, I, and we she, believe you. She had um, like she had a Mean Girls party on her behind the music, and her song uh, "Why You So Obsessed with Me" comes from Regina's line about um about Genesee and when she was like and I was like why are you so obsessed with me like, why are you so obsessed yeah. I thought that song was inspired by Eminem it, it's, wow. it's both <laughs> it is but it's, bo- it's both yeah. well this has been so fun um before we go Danny where can we find you um you could find me at what's up Danny on Instagram Twitter uh Tumblr Snapchat blackpeoplemeet.com jdate Venmo farmers only hey. farmers and, only <laughs> and cash app <laughs> work and Marie, et toi? Uh, I am 
Reezy on Instagram, R-E-E-E-Z-Y. You can listen to me on my podcast, The Unofficial Expert Podcast with Sydney Washington. And you can check all of my dates on mariefaustin.com. Awesome. And I'm Mateo Lane. This has been Inside the Closet. And thanks so much, you guys, for coming out to watch the show. One more time for Danny and Marie. And Mateo. And we'll see you around. 